Aging Gracefully, a blueprint for lifelong well-being. We'll get into it and give you immediate tips on the podcast today. I'm Natalie Tisdall, a journalist who decided enough is enough. I left a career that looked glamorous to do what I was scared of doing, going out on my own. I'm a married working mom of three. On this podcast, we're going to talk about issues that really matter. Why am I not sleeping? What's up with that diet everyone's talking about? Are my kids falling behind? How do I leave that job and start over? Welcome to the Natalie Tisdall Podcast. I'm so glad you're here. Hi, everyone. Hope your week is off to a great start. I'm feeling my age and I'm not shy about being 52, but I'm not happy about feeling it. The energy I used to have, it's just not there. I feel like I'm not getting nearly as much done as I used to. So I wanted to bring in an expert today on aging. Amy Wilson, a registered pharmacist, fitness expert, nutrition coach, and so much more. Today, she's going to share some invaluable guidance for holistic well-being and aging gracefully. Amy emphasizes the synergy between mental and physical health. And here's what we're going to cover for you today. Mindfulness and a balanced diet. Also, fitness routines and staying active. The significance of non-exercise activities in everyday life, and we certainly like that. Amy highlights the rising trend of younger and younger people, believe this, that are entering nursing homes because of their lifestyles and related diseases. And we also are going to discuss the importance of disease prevention through lifestyle changes. She has some great tips that she's going to share with us today, and I'm really glad that you are here to listen. So thank you for your continued support, for listening each and every week. Please be sure to check out my blog and my website. You'll get lots of links in the show notes here. And let's get started today with Amy Wilson. Amy, thanks for joining me today. This is a topic I think uh, a lot of women in particular, men too, but we want to age gracefully. We know being active, eating right is part of that, but just how much um, of a part of our aging gracefully is our fitness and our food intake. I want to say 90%. Oh my gosh. I know. I know. It's, it's, we, I think we don't want to think about that. I think we don't, <laughs> it, or it's something that's just not on our radar. We never have been, I guess, educated in mm -hmm. that, you know, we, we see the creams and we see the topicals. And of course, you know, we have Dysport and, 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 and Botox and sure those, those help, but it's kind of an inside job too. An inside job. You mean I can't eat all the Oreos I want and sit on the couch and still age gracefully? <laughs> no, because unfortunately we can get into ultra processed foods mm. and how much sugar you're intaking. All of that actually promotes aging. It actually makes our DNA shorter. And that's not that's something that happens naturally, but we don't need to help it along. And yeah. when we do not fuel our body, when we are eating I hate to say it, the junk food, the crap, the, the ultra processed foods that have chemicals and additives. And it's, it's, you know, sugar gets a bad rap. It's not natural sugar from bananas and oranges. It's the sugar that's added into all the processed foods that is causing the wrinkles that is causing you to have inflammation and promote disease and arthritis and so many other things. And then that's shortening our lifespan. It's okay. Yeah. So if it's 90% and yeah. the intake and the fitness, 
is it is it 50 50 uh food intake and fitness let's let's break them down a little bit more it's 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 nutrition i mean mm. fitness i would say is the cherry on top which is most important so when you think about it okay so nutrition is 80 percent of so let's go from 90 percent. so 80 nutrition be 80 percent fitness and building muscle 20%. But that building muscle is what's actually going to help us age backwards. It's what's going to help us live independently. But the nutrition part is so important, especially for females. And the reason I will say females is that we have not had a very good relationship with food since our teenage years. Mm -hmm. And we do a lot of, believe it or not, under eating. And that under eating is actually what's caused us to gain weight. That's caused us to have issues with our thyroid. That's had increased our issues with menopause and gut health. When we start fueling our body correctly, we can actually reverse a lot of that. Our body can start functioning better. Our thyroid can start functioning better. Our gut health is better. And if we pair that with fitness, with muscle building, then we are going to start increasing our muscle mass instead of losing it. And that is, it's kind of like they go hand in hand, but if you're going to focus on one thing at first, focus on the nutrition, start adding the, the fitness when you're ready. Okay. So let's, let's break that down. Let's go yeah. into nutrition. I can't have salad morning, noon, and night. Oh, we no. know the fruits and vegetables are good, yeah. but let, let's talk a, a true balance. I mean, and, and given that some splurging keeps us from going crazy, right? Oh, but, the same. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. But that's, but that's how much like, we're talking percentages a lot now. So I like to say if I give myself, you know, one big splurge day a week or a mm -hmm. little bit a day, but how do you calculate that? So when you're eating real food, when you're eating fruits and vegetables and protein, and you're not starving yourself, we really set ourselves up for binges on the weekends because of not eating enough. And then all of a sudden our body's like, oh my gosh, I call it the Betty White moment. You remember the Snickers mm, commercial where yeah. Betty White's all hangry? It's kind of the same thing mm. is that our body's like, hey, wait, you got to feed me. And it's saying, you got to feed me now. Well, the quickest form of energy is sugar. Mm. And so that's why a lot of my clients come to me and say, well, I'm a sugar addict. Why am I a sugar addict? It's because you're not fueling your body or feeding it enough during the week. And you'll actually find that once you start getting rid of the ultra process, Processed foods. Once you start fueling your body with good food and eating, for some of us, it seems like a lot, you no longer crave the, mm -hmm. like the daily treats, the daily things that you were going to or thinking that you need to survive. And all of a sudden blueberries taste like candy and strawberries taste like candy. And then, you know what, on the weekends, life happens. That's the other thing too, is that we have to find the balance because we have, I'm a chocolate chip cookie girl. I got to have my chocolate mm -hmm. chip cookie. And, but I now eat a really good chocolate chip cookie. I can stop at one. I no longer have that binge urge because I'm fueling my body and giving it what it needs. So it's okay. It's like, okay, it's a cookie move on instead of having that. Oh my gosh, how much time do we spend guilty mm -hmm. and feel that guilt complex and beat ourselves up because we had ice cream or now I got to go walk around the block or go do two more miles or 20 burpees. And we equate working out with, with a treat when it's just, let's make it part of our plan, part of our life so that we can find that balance and no longer have that guilt 
on us, that weight on us that, oh my gosh, how many calories is this that mm-hmm. I'm putting in my mouth? I mean, you it just know, takes over. It just, it does. It yeah. takes over everything, the voices in your head and, yeah. and you can't even enjoy the party that you're at because after you're done, you feel so bad. All you're thinking about is what you're going to do after the party to undo the damage. It's so true. I um, have heard a theory and I try to think of this often, see what you think of purpose versus pleasure. Like, Mm. am I eating this because it's purposeful and here's my breakfast, here's my lunch, here's my dinner. And yep, this one's pleasure. I'm going to have this and I'm going to enjoy the heck out of it. And it's my pleasure, but you can't have pleasure before purpose. Correct. And that's, and it's such a great way of looking at it. I love how that is. I, I'm going to be, I'm actually going to use that. Um, <laughs> it's, you know, and, and some people call it, maybe call it intuitive eating is that mm-hmm. you're listening to your body. The thing that we have to remember is sometimes that, especially when stress and cortisol, you're reaching for the M&Ms, you're reaching for mm-hmm. the Snickers bars. And when you have purpose, or I like to say a plan, and you are feeding your body what it actually needs because our body is a machine. It's just like a car. It needs the high octane fuel to run properly. When we give it what it needs and all of a sudden you start feeling better. It's like the brain fog's gone. The 2 p.m. nap that you want so bad, you don't need it anymore. Or you wake up every morning without having the aches and pains. You don't realize how much of that is actually tied to your nutrition and the thing is, I always tell people, it's like, you don't realize how bad you felt until you start feeling good. That's the truth. Yeah. So what are the, what are the big things that get in our way right now? Fad diets are always a thing. Like I'm looking to drop weight quick. I'm going to completely cut out one, you know, category. It was fat when I was growing up. You remember mm-hmm. the whole like snack well free everything. <laughs> right. And, and that's why we never felt full. Right. right. <laughs> And then of course, keto and cutting out carbs. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I do find that when I lower carb intake and just have it for pleasure sometimes and a little bit here and there, but are those fads, do some of them work or are you opposed to those? So the problem that we have with carbs is that we, there, and I hate to say there's two kinds of carbs, good carbs, bad carbs. I hate mm-hmm. putting, putting something in a, in a bucket, but there are carbohydrates that are really good for us, meaning fruits and vegetables mm-hmm. and certain grains. The carbohydrates that, yes, that we need to stay away from, I would say with peas, pasta, pies, you know, all that, all of that kind of thing. So the cookies, all the extra sugar. Well, yeah, those aren't really that great for us, but good carbs are. The problem that we have as females is that we're so used to doing fad diets. We're so used to doing the drop 10 pounds in 10 days and expecting those results. We get the results, but they don't last. Mm -hmm. That's the problem. And we don't feel good. And we Mm -hmm. don't feel good. But we maybe got into those skinny jeans at one point, maybe for one day. And we remember that feeling. We remember like, oh my gosh, they zipped up. Mm. And then we try to keep going back for that feeling. So we try to do that diet again. And of course it doesn't work. The reason it doesn't work is because you starved yourself and now you used muscle. In the meantime, you slowed your metabolism down. So yes, our metabolism does slow down. The problem is, is that we, a lot of it, that the reason it does slow down is that we caused it with using muscle for fuel when we thought, and we were told, but it's wrong, that we were going to be using fat for fuel because mm-hmm. we weren't. We were using muscle and we so want that quick fix. We so want that. It, we want the easy button. Is it staples? that has the easy button. We want that easy Amazon prime two days. Don't have to think about it and really health and nutrition. You have to think about it. You have to be mindful and understand and maybe unlearn 
some of the things that we were told. That's bad. Okay. That's not really the case. Carbohydrates are bad. Not really the case. High protein's bad. That hurts your kidneys. Not necessarily the case. Mm -hmm. So it's finding what works with you. It's not getting rid of one total macronutrient. Yeah. And understanding that once you start fueling your body, because your thyroid needs carbs, your muscles need protein, your hormones need fat. Yeah. Yeah. And in order for your body to work, it needs all three of those macronutrients. Yeah. So what are, what, give me a, an ideal day. Give me a, okay, here's breakfast, here's lunch, here's snack. It's normal. What does that look like for nutrition? So an ideal day is we want to what's called blood sugar stabilization. I mean, that your, your blood sugar is going to fluctuate. It's going to go up and down, up and down. What we don't want is this huge rise and that's caused by simple sugar. So what I always say is think of protein, fat, and carbs. So that's, you always want to have that during a meal. So let's say breakfast, breakfast could be, and, and I'm going to sound like millennial here, but I'm a Gen X and I still like it. Avocado toast. It's perfect. It's, you know, and having some eggs, maybe some egg whites to increase your protein, avocado smash, and a good whole grain or gluten-free bread that is, has a lot of nutrition. Have it with some fruit. So you're getting your protein with eggs and egg whites. You're getting some carbohydrates with the bread and the um, the fruit. And then you're also getting your fat and, and a lot of fiber too with your avocado and then the whole, whole eggs. Eggs are not the enemy. I'm going to tell you that right now. People always say, it's like, oh, but I have cholesterol. It's not the eggs that's causing the issue. It's the sugar. It's alcohol. There's a lot of other things that's in your diet that's more of the culprit than eggs. So let's go to, I always say meal number one, meal number two, because some people, um, depending if they're intermittent fasting or what they're doing. So the same thing, maybe it could be turkey breast or chicken breast. And if you want a side salad, great. Stay away from the fat free and the low fat. Go ahead and go for the real salad dressing, the stuff that's in the refrigerated case in the grocery store or make your own um, vinegar and oil and lots of fruit, lots of vegetables maybe a, a sweet potato or rice hmm. and then dinner kind of like the same thing. You know, you can even have, I, I love red lentil pasta or chili. Um, it's getting fall now. So at least okay. around here, so it's, I love cooler temperatures. So chili is always on the menu. We make spaghetti with red lentil pasta because that has a higher fiber and a higher protein content. So there's, you can still eat really well and getting your nutrition. And then for snacks, Sometimes you need snacks, sometimes you don't, but snacks are great. So like, you know, nuts and fruit and cut up vegetables with hummus. Stay, stay, if you want something sweet, okay, so have some raisins, have, have some, um, you know, a, a, berries and make it, you know, make it, you can, you can make things that are interesting. It doesn't have to be boring. Yeah. I, I love trying different combinations and different spices and stuff to make things more, more lively. Yeah. Okay. So on the fitness side, you don't have to, I'm imagining you're going to say you, you don't have to go all out and be all crazy, but you've got to stay active, right? Right. What does that look like? It can be so different for so many. I put so much pressure on myself. Like I didn't do enough or I should have gone to that class or I should have been spinning. Or For me, it's like, just get out on a walk. Yeah. If I can just get the fresh air and get moving. 
so our bodies are meant to, me to move no matter what. So that's called NEAT, non-exercise activity thermogenesis. So just moving, doing laundry. What we're not meant to do is sit all day. Mm -hmm. So give yourself grace on the fact that if you're able to get up and get moving and do things. That's awesome. A walk a day is great. So if you're just starting, let's start with that. Honestly, we are, I'm a, I'm an, I'm a fitness instructor, ex-cardio bunny. I will admit it. And I was also an ex exercise addict. Over-exercising does a lot of damage. Mm. You would think it doesn't, but it does. It causes breakdown of muscle tissue. It also causes injuries. Really what we need is a good 30 minutes a day of a good workout, meaning that a couple days a week, we do something called high interval intense training, which gets that heart rate way up three days a week, do about 30 minutes of lifting. And then two days a week, something like active recovery, a yoga class, an easy spinning class, a walk. And then the rest of that time doesn't mean that 30 minutes, like, okay, so I'm gonna sit on my butt the rest of the day. Now, the rest of the time you're moving, you know, if you have a standing desk, great. If you're going for a walk, great. If you are doing laundry, all of that, keeping your body active, but you don't need to do three back-to-back -back classes. Yeah. You don't need, and I, and I'm, I'm guilty of this. I was an instructor says, if you're not leaving on the floor, you're not working hard enough. Well, I hate to say it. I'm teaching a class right now. And I look out there and I'm like, oh my gosh, these people, that's all they do is classes and they've hurt their body so mm. much where if they would just do a 30 minutes and, and pair that with some good lifting and some mobility, they would be so much better, so much yeah. further along. Yeah. The, of the people you work with, and I know um, what your specialty being in pharma, geriatric Trick. pharmacy, mm -hmm. that, tell me about that. And because you, you see people at that stage oh. and what they've done successfully. So I will actually see people what they've done not successfully because mm. what I do is I work in nursing homes. So I'm a long-term care pharmacy consultant. My, uh, I say my customers are nursing homes and the, and the patients that are residents that live there. And what really got me into being nutrition coach slash fit echo by the nutrition coach pharmacist is that my goal is to keep you out of nursing mm. homes. The reason being is that it's not a place to live, but what I'm seeing in the last, I would say five years, especially is the average age of the residents is getting younger. Mm. I'm seeing 40 year olds, 50 year olds. And what do you think that is? Lifestyle. It's lifestyle diseases. I see a lot of diabetes. I see a lot of lost limbs. Uh, kidney function is, is, is not there. They're not able to live on their own because mm. of medical conditions heart attacks, strokes, early dementia. And, you know, when I'm looking at a chart and somebody has my date of birth or it's younger, it, it's like, whoa, why, why am I seeing so much of this? Wow. Because I don't feel old enough to be in a nursing home as yeah. a resident. And I, I know these people never wanted to do it, to be in the nursing home. So then I start doing a deeper dive and I start looking at their history and it's been type two diabetes. It's been, um, you know, unfortunately not taking care of themselves or, or learning. And, and I, I'm a pharmacist who doesn't want people on medication. Medication is a treatment, not a cure. Hmm. And even if it's for high blood pressure, even if it's for diabetes, it's a treatment. It's not a cure. It's to help yeah. you. And not saying that there's not a purpose for medication. There absolutely is. But a lot of things that we can do is we can prevent those disease states, or we can actually reverse those disease states. 
so that in our midlife, we can thrive, live on our own, be strong, you know, keep our cognition, which is huge, and be able to pick up our groceries, pick up the grandkids, pick up our dogs, or going on vacation, taking that nice little luggage and putting it in the yeah. overhead bin. I mean, there's a lot of things that keeps our, what we call ADLs, uh, um, active, uh, adult daily living, activities of daily living that we don't even think about and we take for granted, but those can slowly go away if we're not looking at our nutrition and our fitness. Yeah. Yeah. How much of it do you think working uh, in America is the American way of life of oh, other countries that, you know, we, we visited Italy years ago and oh, they, I, uh, the stories of taking my children there where people would literally go to the market or go to their mm -hmm. uh, garden and pick their dinner right out of, you know, the, this, the garden on the side of their house, not everywhere in Italy, but you know, everything, it's just so different from how we live our lives here. Yeah. Um, the standard American diet, which is also known as SAD, go figure on that one. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Is, is it, I, but I have to say in, in Europe, unfortunately they're catching up with us too, mm. because it's, and you can see when convenience hits, that is really when the disease states also hit. Like everybody says the Mediterranean diet is the best. The yes, it is because they're olive oil and fish and vegetables. and it's all about cooking. It's all about the re getting real food and not prepackaged food. And yeah, when you go to Italy and, you know, people, I have people here where we decrease gluten because of how gluten is processed here in the United States mm -hmm. and all the pesticides that are on it. Most people don't have a celiac issue, but they do have a sensitivity issue because of the way that we have processed our car, mm -hmm. our, our crops. Mm -hmm. But when you go over to Europe, they're like, wait, I can have this stuff here and it doesn't affect me. I wow. don't, I don't feel cramped and my stomach feels fine. Why is that? It's because the way they also process food is much different. And what they're allowed to put on their crops is, I mean, I wish we could incorporate some of the things that they do. They're, they're, they are stricter and the pesticides that we put on our crops are not on their crops. Well, even just some of the basics though, like, you know, the, some of the cereals and processed things that we shouldn't be eating, their same brand <laughs> names are made differently. They don't Europe. have high, they don't do the high um, fructose corn syrup. Mm -hmm. They it don't dyes put or and, dyes or mm -hmm. any of that kind of stuff. So if you, yeah, if you look at a sugary cereal here and a sugary cereal there, very different with the chemicals that are in there, very different with the dyes very different with, you know, ours is, is extremely ultra processed. I would call theirs more of a slight process mm -hmm. because they don't have all the additives. And they also, you know, like in Ireland, there's a sugar tax. So if you want something that is a candy bar or a soda or something that has sugary, you're going to pay more wow. for that. Well, of course, we don't have that here in America. Sugar is one it is is consumed in large quantities in our diet. Yeah, trying to force people to, to be healthy huh? yeah. by paying more. That's interesting. Are you looking for ways to stay energized, healthy, and help your family stay healthy? I've started taking supplements from Seeking Health, and it has changed the game for me. I no longer worry that my family is getting enough of the vitamins we need, and I know the quality of what we're taking is top-notch. 
I take an immunity support supplement, magnesium, and several others, including electrolytes to stay hydrated. So many people ask me about these supplements that I've made it really easy for you to find right on my website, natalietisdall.com slash favorites. Also bonus, I have a coupon code to help you save 10% on your order. You will find that coupon code on the website as well. Go to natalietisdall.com slash favorites, click on seeking health. I may earn a small commission if you purchase there, but that's just to help my small business grow the website and the podcast to keep this news and good interviews coming your way. Again, natalietisdall.com slash favorites and click on seeking health. Yeah. So if you're telling people, here are the three things I would recommend you cut out of your diet to live longer. You mentioned a few, give them to me now. So I would say definitely ultra processed foods. So get 90%, cut those out. You know, those are your treats every now and then, but ultra processed foods, and I hate to say it, it's your lucky charms, <laughs> all that cereal, Bad anything. Box yeah, box. Yeah. And, um, pre-packaged and I'm, I'm going to put healthy choice and link cuisine in that, in that too, even though it says healthy, doesn't mean it's healthy. Mm. So that'd be one thing to cut out where it's actually a big thing to cut out. Um, anything, the other thing to be cut out is not necessarily sugar so much, but decrease the amount of sugar that you're consuming. I mean, like I said, we all need a chocolate chip cookie every now and then, but it doesn't have to be every day. So your sugar, your candy, your candy bars. And then I would say the third thing that to cut out, and it's not to cut out, but also to decrease. And we didn't really get into this is in, especially for females, alcohol plays a big part in a lot of times why we're stagnant. And, you know, a glass of wine a week is fine, but it's that nightly glass of wine that might be hindering your progress because your body stops everything to get rid of alcohol in your system. Hmm. And so if you're wanting to lose some inches, you're wanting to lose some body fat, that nightly glass of wine might not be the best option. Weekly? Okay. Every night? Mm, I would I would cut that back. Yeah. And what about then the three things you would say to add to feel better mm. and to, to age gracefully? So real food. So we'll go into real food. So protein. We need protein. Doesn't mean you have to have a steak, but your chicken, your fish, you can even do vegan. So tofu, tempo, protein is, is number one. Two, fruits and vegetables. We need those micronutrients. Our body, our gut, we need all of that fiber and just the yumminess and goodness that comes from fruits and vegetables. And then three, don't be scared of good fats. We need that too. So the your avocado, olive oil, avocado mm -hmm. nuts, um, our hormones need it. So it's, say those are the macronutrients, protein, fats, and carbs. So those are the three. What about dairy? So I am um, in my, in, when I coach, I take dairy out for six weeks. And the reason why I have people take dairy out is that sometimes it is a trigger for people, meaning that it does cause inflammation that they may not realize that dairy is causing an issue. The problem sometimes with dairy in the United States is it's also processed too. Mm -hmm. So know that where you're getting your dairy is very important. How it's sourced is very important. Two brands of cottage cheese may be totally different. Irish fed grass butter is different than just regular butter. So there's a nut, there's just know that there is like, I would say yogurt, 
you can look at yogurt and there's a lot of processed yogurt out there that have the colors and they have added sugar all under the skies that it's yogurt and it's healthy for you. Mm -hmm. So if you can, and you're going to continue dairy, don't be afraid of looking at, looking at where it's coming from, where the source is, what's in it. Is there extra additives in it? And then if you're thinking that, Hey, you know what? I have a lot of headaches. I have a lot of fogginess. I have a lot of joint pain. Take it out for a little bit and see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. You really have to look at ingredients. That's the bottom line. Yeah. You have to know what you're getting and start somewhere. We, I do these podcasts sometimes and I think, oh boy, we've just overwhelmed everybody. And then people shut down. But if you <laughs> just start with one thing, just start with something like getting when, on the walk yeah. every day. And when I coach, it's all about baby steps because yeah. if you put, if you throw everything, that's, what, that's why January 1st is so bad because you went and you did a pantry cleanse. You got rid of everything in the house. You are going to go to the gym every day at 5 a.m. It's like you're trying to do an overhaul from the 31st, here I am, and here's me, the new me on the first. It doesn't work because mm-hmm. you have to do the 1% better every day. You have to do the baby steps. And that's what I try to do work with my, work with my clients. So, because you don't want to get overwhelmed when you try to put everything in and implement everything at yeah. once, then you're like, oh, Never mind. It, never mind. Never mind. Peace out. I'm done. We've all been there. Yeah. We have. Do one thing today, like you said, the one percent. Do another thing the next week, even. Yeah. Until you until you start seeing results. Well, Amy, where can people find you, follow you, and get more information? The easiest is to actually go to my website, and that is www.amykwilson.com. And don't forget the K because there's tons of Amy Wilson's out there, but www.amykwilson.com. All my socials are there. You can contact me. And if you want to um, get a free download, you can go to amykwilson.com slash podcast. And there's a free download for you. Wonderful. Well, thanks for the information. Really good to talk to you today. And good luck, everybody. Don't give up. Keep feeling better. Yeah. All right. Take care, Amy. Thank you for joining the Natalie Tisdall podcast. You can follow along on Instagram and at natalietisdall.com. Subscribe to the show to catch every new episode and leave a review so I can continue to bring you fresh content. See you next week.